Hey everybody, and uh, oh, what's up? Welcome to the Spirit of I Am, and um, I'm on my lunch break. <laughs> so um, I just really want to take a moment to really um, um, shout out to some people who really, you know, I don't take any of the the credit. Um, basically, showing ayahuasca a bunch of love. <clears throat> And giving me uh, encouragement to keep doing this because I know, um, you know, a lot of people are listening and people are getting a lot out out of what I'm saying and it's awesome. Um, so I hope you guys know as listeners that oftentimes when I'm talking, it's really coming from a place that is like deep, deep, deep spiritual. So. Um, you know, really trying to connect with people on a soul level, um, because that's what I'm here to do. That's what you're here to do. Um, and so I just really want to take a moment to express my, my full gratitude, um, for hearing me and, uh, just sharing the synergy of awesome soulness. Um, and yeah, so, uh, today I'm talking about, uh, set and setting, which is a topic I have talked about before on here, but it seems to be something that is really, um, interesting when it comes to, to ayahuasca right now as ayahuasca kind of, um, vines her way across the United States and trying to really find her home here in the United States. Um, and what I mean when I say that, it's like, you know, (laughs) If you think about it, like ayahuasca feels kind of like neglected um, and not heard and not seen. And she's probably like, you know, like, what the fuck, dude? Um, I mean, obviously, she's not really feeling these things. But if she had an ego, like this is what she would be feeling. Because um, a lot of the ayahuasca scene right now in the United States is underground because the legality of it is very gray. Um it's, I mean, it is under the church, when you go under the church, you know, scenario, you're protected, um, in a way, um, because you're, you're utilizing it for a religious sacrament, um, but it's kind of, it gets kind of sticky because most people seek out ayahuasca who are wanting to do deep, profound healing, self-exploration, or they're just curious, so, um, how people are doing this, which includes set and setting is varies from state to state, from county to county. Um, just in me interviewing people, I've really come to find like all these really different ways for people. And, uh, I really, I don't know what that was. (laughs) Um, I think that the way people are doing is really important. Uh, I don't think this is talked about a lot. Um, So, you know, group versus individual, you know, uh, how big that group is, of course, like, you know, we're talking one to three, three to four, we're talking 20 to 30 people in a group, which is more of like the traditional way is how it's done. or people doing individual journeys, um, and, um, you know, night versus day, um, 
the relationship you have with the person who is um, administering the medicine, um, the things that are available to you while you're on your journey. Uh, are there oracle cards to draw? Is there sound healing happening? Or is there traditional ikaros happening? Like what's happening, right? So this is set. Set is your mindset going into it. So how you're feeling that day. Are you feeling full of energy? Are you ready to go deep? Or do you feel tired, fatigued, and you don't feel like you took care of yourself? Um, do you feel like, you know, so these are all these things. That's why preparation is really important. Um, so set means your mindset or your set of your body. You know, what's going on in your internal world that day. Um, and then setting, of course, is the environment what you're in because the environment is really just as important as the medicine um whatever's happening in the environment will influence your experience and you know not just by a little either it's pretty significant influence um of course you know if you experience like uh where the medicine fully takes over and um, you have something called ego death. And that's really where, like, um, you know, you're fully immersed in this separate consciousness and you're experiencing something completely, uh, it can be completely inside of yourself or outside of yourself, but it's certainly not the dimension you started with. So, um, so sometimes when you experience that I mean set and setting aren't as important but at some point you're going to come back down from that and reintegrate into your environment and that's when set and setting still definitely play a role um so obviously your set or your mindset can shift throughout this the ceremony or the journey um it's uh inevitable actually um and then the setting um you know, that can shift as well. Like sometimes music is playing, sometimes it's not. The, the, the you know, the song changes, um, the Ikaro changes. Really just depends, honestly. Um, so there's all these different ways. And the one thing to keep in, in mind is that there is no right way. You know, there's ways that work for you. And to find the best way that works for you is important. And knowing that the best way for you now might shift in the future. You know, maybe individual is what you need and you need someone you really trust right now. But in maybe later down the road, when you feel more comfortable and experienced with the medicine, you can expand and feel like you have the comfort and, and the experience to just, you know, go in somewhere that you don't really know about. Um, I think this is a topic that isn't really talked about um in terms of like um how ceremony or journeys are run i think there's several ways to do it i think there are certain things that need to be in place in order to create a successful safe environment for somebody and what is safe for one person isn't safe for another person so keeping those in mind um so in terms of, you know, if that is something you're looking for, um, if you're looking for a journey or a ceremony for whatever reason, um, you know, do your research and, and 
find somebody or somewhere that you feel like aligns with what you need. You know, a lot of people are going down to Rhythmia because that is like safe, secure, legal, medically licensed. Like it kind of has a lot of things that Westerners are very used to when it comes to uh, medicine. So, um, not to advertise Rhythmia, but I guess I just did. Um, I don't think I don't think they'll get mad if I do that. But I'm not aligning with them by saying that. I'm just kind of giving an example. But there are there are a lot of underground options, so to speak. A lot of churches in the community. We have a church here in Tucson who's been running for about three years. They're great people. They they run a fantastic ceremony. Um, you know, there's people in Phoenix, there's people in Sedona here in Arizona, there's a lot of places. And I know without, you know, within the United States, there's probably a bunch of people running. Uh, actually, we have somebody else here in Patagonia who also does it. So, you know, there's these amazing souls taking on this responsibility of administering the medicine, which it is a huge responsibility. So, um, to get clear with your own intention is really important and what you're wanting to get out of it. Um, you know, and like, you know, when I first learned about the medicine back in 2015, I didn't have a, excuse my language, I didn't have a fucking clue. I don't even know why I said excuse my language, but I always cuss on here, but I really had zero, no clue of like what the heck was going on. I met a psychic who channeled ayahuasca during my session and I was, uh, uh, you know what? I'm probably going to do a podcast tomorrow about my personal, uh, how I found out about Mother Ayahuasca. But, um, so I really had no idea, you know, and I was so turned off when I first learned about Ayahuasca. I was so, um, and honestly, it's, it's because you just don't know what you don't know. And, um, and, and, you know, I just didn't know any better. Um, I do think I can say that I've had, um, very, um, I think people's experiences with the medicine vary, vary a lot. So it's really hard to, uh, at this point, it's really hard to tell people like what, how it will help you and how it won't help you. You know, there is a saying that you'll just, you know, whatever happens is meant to be and there's no judgment around it. You know, um, uh, I mean, that, but that's life in general, right? <laughs> I mean, ayahuasca or no ayahuasca, everything that's happening right now, you're at, you're exactly where you need to be. I think the discernment is for those who are really seeking deep healing. They want a guarantee. You know, we all want guarantees in life. Um, and uh, I think there are, um, there isn't enough conversation around preparation, um, you know, to prepare oneself to go into um, ceremony or journeys. Um, for someone like me, I mean, you know, I took a really long time before I even considered um, sitting with the medicine. So, um, very long time, like, you know, six plus months. And I had already began like deeper inner work doing things. And I don't think everyone who comes in the medicine has to be doing that. 
You know, no one has to be doing anything. There's no certain way to do anything. I guess these are just some things to consider in terms of set and setting. You know, I think um, the more we're prepared for, probably the more we can handle in a journey or a ceremony. So um, these are just some things to think about as the ayahuasca just continues, the conversation just continues in our communities. Um, and I mean, a lot of them are having, uh, happening silently, you know, and that's kind of why we're doing the Tucson, uh, ayahuasca community because we're done being silent, you know, um, there needs to be a safe space for people to talk about what's happening. There's nothing wrong with, with talking about these things. So I'll give you guys updates on how that goes. And uh, love to hear your thoughts on set and setting, you know, mindset and like how, what your experiences are, have been with the medicine. Have you had an experience where it was like mind blowing or, you know, really scary and not so positive. I want to hear about all of them. So feel free to call in. Really want to hear from you. I love you guys so much. I will see you guys back here. Hello, everyone. This is the spirit of Aya, and I have a British accent today. And I'm just going to stop that right now because I'm not really good at it. So, yes, welcome back. The spirit of Aya. It's May. April, May. Yep, it's definitely May. And this year is just, uh, I felt like it was flying by. Flying by. Hmm, can't talk. Flying by. But I feel like it's kind of slowing down, which feels good because, um... I have a lot of stuff I need to get done or I want to get done. Um, really wanting to get my book done. Um, update on last night. We just had the first Tucson Ayahuasca community meeting here. And uh, it was awesome. It was amazing. Um, the most amazing part is that people actually showed up, you know. So, um I'm really happy to be connected with people who have the same um, interest about ayahuasca and who want to essentially uh, deepen their understanding of themselves and have a curiosity of actually making this this medicine available to people in legal and safe ways. So we're we're like um, you know I can see us being an advocacy group, a social group. Um, so I'm really excited. Um, I'm really, really excited. And so, um, I just wanted to hop on here and kind of chat. I don't know if we're really, uh, you know, it's, I guess kind of just thinking about this is what my, uh, Instagram is all about. You know, it's called the spirit of Aya, but there is this, um, intelligence, this plant intelligence that, um, totally exists. I mean, it is, um, it's a eth, ethanogenic, ethanogenic. I think that's what it's called. Like when people believe that there's an intelligence to plants and that, um, they're leading the way, you know, them being the, the vine and the leaf and, um, the two of them, you know, they create this synergy and then you add humans into it. And so as humans, we're taking in that intelligence and, um, 
we're be you know we're given so much information um, in the in the ayahuasca session and our consciousness just begins to expand and become permeable and stepping out of fear you know getting out of that fight or flight and being given real truth you know not the program that we've been told but like real deep truths of this life and past lives and the future lives and um, healing and there's so much happening you know and uh, you're you're always going to be given what you need by Mother Ayahuasca um, and it's it's so hard to explain this because like words really aren't enough and I kind of always hate when people say that I'm like figure out a way to explain it <laughs> you know but just to, in all honesty like words really aren't enough in terms of sharing the emotional experience and connection one feels with oneself um, with the assistance of the medicine and you know once you once you feel that true connection with self you know once you get right on the inside you know once you get aligned once you know then everything on the outside begins to um, to shift like you, you change the inside you change the outside and it really is because the plants intelligence you know it's she helps you see this internal world in a way that is perfect for you she knows how to like she's the teacher who knows how to get down on everyone's level <laughs> and um, it's it's so amazing um, I want to continue to like study this and and understand her more um, and just, I mean, just for today, I just wanted to hop on here and let you know that things are going awesome in the world of, uh, community grassroots, you know, grassroots organization. Um, I feel like I'm finally like, you know, I'm stepping into this higher purpose, um, which is surrounded by the plants and how they can heal people. Um, it's something that I'm particularly interested in and that I feel very connected to, especially when it comes to, you know, breaking the chains of self-hate, self-doubt, addiction, shame, and PTSD in ayahuasca. Um, it's, it's really, um, you know, it's, it's, it's so interesting because shame and PTSD can be so nonverbal. Like, cause someone's been taught not to speak or don't be heard or like, you know, basically afraid to fully express themselves. And so what ayahuasca does, like she helps you express the things that you've never been able to. And, um, everyone's experience and reasons to, to seeking out the medicine are different, but I'm very, I have an affinity with this particular, um, seeking of the plant. And, um, you know, it's, it was, I know f there's a lot of people suffering out there and like, um, you know, ayahuasca isn't for everybody and the timing is a really big issue and preparation is a really big issue and knowing how to integrate is a really big issue. These are all things that, you know, as we continue 
to find a way in ayahuasca, find a way in ayahuasca, as ayahuasca finds her way in the, in the Western world, these are things as humans, we need to help her navigate. Um, so I feel like that's what my purpose is with the medicine is really helping like people with deep, profound healing. And, um, I mean, that's kind of been my mission my whole life, but, uh, it's, it's amazing. You know, it's totally amazing. there's, I learned in, in one of my sessions with her that like, (laughs) I mean, she is so intelligent. Like, I can't explain it. Like, um, like no human, like, you know, no human, no psychotherapist could ever like deliver the amount of rapid messages that she does, you know? Um, and that's not to say like humans are no good or whatever, but it's like, she does something on a different level. And this is the intelligence. This is the intelligence I'm talking about. Like, like, you know, everything that's under that subconscious iceberg that we've, we've all seen that picture in psych 101 or Google or whatever, you know, the, the subconscious mind and the conscious mind, she has a way of like basically opening a door, walking you through this beautiful garden, and then basically your subconscious mind. And this happens different for everyone. You know, that opening of that door happens different for everybody. They call it, um, like, you know, the takeoff or cartoon land or, or like the, the, there's this, uh, most people have this like gateway, this visual process. Some, a lot of people do purge in the beginning, but some other people, you know, they really flow through this, you know, um, it's kind of like, it's kind of like a roller coaster. Like it's the anticipation but you don't really know you're going up. You don't. You just know you're seeing all these colors. And it's amazing and it's beautiful. And then you get to the top and then you and then you go down. Um, and when you go down, you're really g- being given all this information physically, emotionally, visually of of your of your stuff, you know, in terms of healing, like if this is why you're seeking it. You know, you will be given the answers. And, um, and it's really, uh, it's really interesting. There's so many ways that we can talk about this, but today I just wanted to hop on here and just talk about the intelligence, you know, it's, she's so intelligent. So, um, I hope you guys have an awesome day and I will see you back here.